This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even like Lou gets so angry with me, the like milk, even if it's like three days to go and we've got a new one, I'll just crack over the new I have one. literally, even if it hasn't hit the date. Really? I've literally done like, a handful I, like, of podcasts oh, for SL and everyone that I'm on with Lou, which is not many, yeah. <laughs> we end up talking about best performance. <laughs> yeah, and, and her absolute fear of eating the tiniest thing that's gone off. I fly by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. I, I would have fucked yeah. with chicken, but that's pretty much the only thing. Oh, I really? would. I would. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Shitlucks podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Sherry Andrew, Harriet Russell, and Lou. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. How is everyone today? It was a gloomy Monday. It was mm. a very wet commute, and now it's glorious sunshine again. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, when I went outside, I didn't need a coat. It's actually incredibly warm still. Oh, I was mm. going to say it's quite cold. I think it's quite cold today. Do you think? Oh no. Mm. We actually went for a walk yesterday. We did go for a walk yesterday. And um, I was so ready to. We wrap. were really bundled up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We were actually basically wearing the same outfit. But I just forget that winter is not here yet. No, we're not. still. Re- like, it was 18 degrees yesterday. Yeah, we were both. Oh, wow. In, like, was in, we were in our, in our like, f- um, the really fluffy um, pair of socks. Yeah. Capes. Like, we were ready. <laughs> yeah, really, really wrapped up. So it sweaty. Was not, yeah, it was really mm. hot. Whereas if it was like 18 degrees in April, everyone would be in vest tops. Yeah, it's weird. I was going to say, I think yeah, I wore a t shirt so yesterday. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. Mm. How was your weekend, Sherry? Oh, it was lovely. Thank you. I am back in East London in the East End, Woo-hoo. which is really nice. So I get to like. You've left Tulse Hill. I've left Tulse Hill. I have. How come? So my landlord actually sold my flat. Um, okay. Although my housemate who I was living with has actually bought it. So it's worked out oh, really wow. well. But you didn't want to say? No, only because her boyfriend moved in and I love them, you know, my best friends, but I was like, I don't really want to live with a couple. Yeah. Let me go back to my parents for a little while, have like a reset until I move in with my boyfriend, hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Oh, um, Which is exciting, yeah. And it's really nice actually being home and having all the home comforts, which, are, you know, I'm very lucky I can do that in London. Mm. Do you get on well with your parents? I do, yeah, yeah, we get on really well. It's just like very cosy and my mum's very wholesome. And... This is like a nice time of year for it as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Um, so yesterday I was listening to Radio though talking about mm-hmm. um, SAD and um, someone was also saying like, is there an opposite of SAD? Where like actually you that. like thrive. Me too, yeah. I've Googled yeah. this. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> because in the summer there's so much pressure to socialise and go out and, and like wear, wear less clothes, clothes. exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and whereas actually in winter you can be cozy yeah. you can eat what you want mm-hmm. it's way more like indulgent and yeah like layer up and yeah. nobody really wants to go out and it's mm-hmm. okay to say no because yeah. it's rainy and yes. yeah so I, all of these yes. things yeah yes. I'm I thrive in that too it's a thing anti-sad and yeah anti-sad and I I definitely have it or like SHD seasonal happy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know though, the dark mornings really get me. I love it. It was so I crazy hate waking up in Yeah, dark. dark mornings aren't great, but the rest of it. I don't yeah, mind. Mine's love. more, I think, coming home in the dark. Yeah. You yeah. wake up quite late mm. as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You probably don't see the darkness. Yeah, I got yeah, out. Going home I got out of bed, I think, at 8.15 this morning. 
It's not for much longer, is it? We haven't actually spoken on the podcast. No, we haven't. You are with child. I am. I am. Like, not too long to go. I've got about two months left. Yeah. I know you had a bit of a show catch up about it, but yeah, we haven't spoken about it here at all. Yeah, I feel feel good. It's been a long journey. I feel like the beginning, I wasn't super, super ill. I had a bit of... um, I just felt really car sick, basically, but mm. I didn't have severe morning sickness. And I know some people that did, and God, I so like thank my lucky stars. Although I didn't had it, might help you get over your sick thing. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, but it was hot at the beginning as well. You were doing it, it was a lot hot, through the yeah. hot weather. Yeah, yeah. The time where we had that really, really hot like heat wave, mm. I then also got COVID, which was not fun. So mm. basically, up until like twenty weeks, I was good, and then everything kind of went a bit to pot. And mm. yeah, I got COVID. Um, and then I actually had to go to hospital for a bit with pneumonia, which was also not fun. Mm. Um, but I have to give a massive, massive shout out to the NHS because they were absolutely incredible. And I didn't realise that if anything happens to you after 16 weeks of pregnancy, you automatically go to the labour ward if you go have to go to hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so both I and baby were very cared for. Um, and yeah, they were absolutely amazing. But yeah, it, it was kind of been a tricky few weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. not been the funnest. Um, but yeah, hopefully onwards and upwards from now. And now I just feel like my husband's like, you're waddling so much. <laughs> oh. Which is not what you really want to yeah. hear. <laughs> it's been an adjustment. Um, I did my pregnancy shoot last week. So again, I think just adjusting your style as well. I think during summer, I found it really hard because... I don't know, it's, you're hot and sticky and you're kind of still growing. Mm. And whereas in the past, I'd very much been about like trying to accentuate a waist or give myself a waist, whether that was through like tucking something in or using a belt or, you know, different shapes. It was suddenly like, okay, now, now you're going the other way. (laughs) Yeah. Just trying to work that out and like evolve your style and kind of work out what you feel most comfortable in. Mm. Um, What's been your staple piece so far in autumn, winter so far of pregnancy? So far, I think a knitted dress. Um, I actually think going more form-fitting is way more flattering and, and you don't feel mm-hmm. quite so kind of potato-y. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then you can obviously layer that with like a blazer and boots and trainers or like whatever, mm-hmm. you, however you want to dress it up or down. And I never thought I'd say it, but like leggings and a big jumper. I, I went on a big hunt to try and find the right legging and tried loads and loads of styles and landed on Seraphine and Spanx are the two best ones okay. out there. Are these maternity jeans? These are, so jeans was another thing that at the beginning I was like, no, I'm like, that's my thing. I'm not going to get rid of them. And at first I would try like wear my normal jeans, but then do the elastic, mm-hmm. like the elastic trick. Mm. And then what nobody tells you is that your hips also grow. I always thought it was just that your tummy grew. So I kind of thought like underneath the tummy, everything would be okay. Yeah. But then it got to a stage where like I couldn't get my jeans past my thighs. Um, <laughs> I think it's everything grows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like I could do a book on the things that nobody tells you about the actual pregnancy bit. <laughs> and then I went through a phase of, okay, okay, I'm just going to like buy like five sizes bigger. And that basically makes you feel great for a week. And then you realize you're, you're still you growing. Grow yeah. Yeah. So, still yeah. So I just had to give up on that and give in to the pregnancy jeans. Mm. So what they've got in last case. Oh, they've got that sexy, like, stretchy yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 Oh. Stretchy bit around your no, tummy. Which literally just feel. Comfy, I was about to say, quite comfy. It's unbelievably comfy. Yeah. And quite just... good for your psyche, I imagine. Because you are able to look in a mirror and think you still look like yourself. Because yeah. yeah. you're such a big denim fan, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. When I did the pregnancy shoot, I did one look with just like, a sweatshirt jeans trainers and a coat and that's kind of exactly how I would have mm-hmm. dressed pre mm-hmm. um and sorry these are from 
These are actually River Island. They're fully held up by the elastic. Oh, like, like that the cotton does, around like the top. The, oh. like the no, the band is nothing. No, it's kind of loose like, around there, which is nice. Loose, because yeah. the other thing is you don't want anything too tight no, because yeah. it's fine often when you're stood, but then as soon as you sit down, like buttons dig in mm. and it's just not very comfy. Mm. So yeah, these have been um have been great. So yeah, knitted dresses I would say mm. and then yeah, leggings and then like a big jumper and boots really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean nearly there to be fair. I know, not long to go. I was really excited about winter and then like getting back into like finding my style because yeah in the summer I just felt a bit lost with what to wear yeah. and, and I do think yeah, it's easy it's once you've got like a big bump yeah when you're in that kind of awkward four month five month stage where it's just you know you, you just kind of you could just look a bit bloated well exactly and I think I think um some people yeah you, you're kind of not sure and people maybe don't really want to say oh, or yeah. yeah and I kind of kept it hidden for quite a long well, I tried to hide it for a long time well you do know the gender so we're gonna yeah. have a sweet sakes on names because I'm sure I know. I'm desperate. Are you? <laughs> I'm well, desperate. I say I no, sorry, no, it's like I've entirely made it up. But like, I could like describe like what type of name I think you're gonna go for. So therefore I can like deduce. Fascinating. Yeah, I'd like mm. on my last sure day to go around with an envelope and everyone write uh, what they, suggestion. I really don't ones. know. And that's quite Part of me instinctively wants to say she'd go quite classic. Yeah, I think so. I'll leave mine for the envelope. Leave, leave it yeah. for the envelope. <laughs> Comment below on any suggestions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. Did you see um, that the most popular girl's name in the UK this year or last year was Olivia? Yeah, it has popular, been for about three years. Yeah. And Oliver was knocked off the top spot for boys uh, for Noah. My mm. nephew is called Noah. Well, mm. it won't be a Noah then. Yeah. Mm. You heard it here first. Harriet, how are you? What's going on with you? Yes, good. Thank you. I had a lovely weekend, actually. I went to Windsor on Saturday, Ooh. which was a bit spur of the moment um we just wanted to go somewhere for a really nice walk did it feel like there was a missing part no because there were six million (laughs) tourists still there (laughs) so thank you to them um no it was actually it was quite a disaster in a way um one that we were able to put right because we got there and like i say there were six hundred thousand people and there are like no car parks Um, however what we ended up doing which is what i'd recommend to anyone else is go across the river and park in eaton instead and then walk across. Which is dead easy. There's nice. loads of roadside parking. And then just walk across the river. It's so pretty. I've nice. never been there before. The town, I'm not going to say it has much to recommend it in terms of like shops or anything. It's all pretty standard. But just, you know, it's really scenic. And you can go into the castle already, but you have to put tickets. Um, although you can buy them on the day. It was lovely. Did you go into the castle? We didn't this time, but we're going to go back with friends in a few weeks, hopefully, to nice. do that. Because they wanted yes. to come with us. I, I feel like Windsor Castle is one of those things that you're like I remember my mum like always trying to get us to go and I was like oh no and now I'm like oh I wish you'd done that or mm. I'd quite like to do that mm. I mean it'd be even more special now I think because yeah, true. Um, they're letting people into the chapel to see the queen's sort of plaque you can't get okay. that close to it but you can sort of see it through the bars I'd really recommend just get there before 3.30 because that's when they close the chapel good to know what an arbitrary time to do with um, Evensong they have to like close it down and get it ready because there's an Evensong every day what is Evensong it's just like an evening service basically that they do every day that's such an old timey word yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) they do it in Westminster Abbey as well every day oh I've told you this I watched a you know Pam Ayres the um, poet so she does a basically you know when when you're watching Friday Night TV and there are then like some gaps in between like I don't know have I got any few in goggle box or whatever it is that you're like trying to watch Anyway, so like eight or nine on Channel 5 on a Friday, Pam Ayres tours. They say the Cotswolds. I think they throw that net quite Quite wide. Mm. Anyway, so I happened to turn on one the other day and she was in and around Bath and she went to Cheddar Gorge. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys, have you seen the Cheddar Gorge? It's so cool. I had this message from Charlotte being like, have you been to Cheddar Gorge? And I was like, 
this is an odd message to <laughs> I don't really feel like this is her thing. And then, she was, and then oh what God, was the other one he said? And then, the cathedral. Yeah, the cathedral. What's it called? Um, well, Wells Cathedral. Oh my god, you guys! It looks so sunny. I'm literally yeah. planning a whole trip. It's I would. I wouldn't. Really? I just think you'll be so disappointed. Also, there's something called Wookie Hole Caves, which is oh, yeah, that's yes, yes. that was it. That's I where I wanted this. to go to the caves. Oh, yeah, that's where you oh, asked me about first. Anyway, there's a witch down there called the Wookie Hole Witch. <laughs> <I don't like laughs> and yeah, we used to go on school trips, and it was like you know the like drippy caves. <laughs> that's cool. That sounds interesting. I feel like you'd be You can't see Charlotte down there with her Loewe puzzle bag, is that what you're saying? No, I can't. Although I, <laughs> did, I like a I cave. Did, I did suggest doing a tour of Bristol and just giving, you know, showing you all the highlights. But I do, I'm not the first about Bristol. I quite like to well, do Somerset, the Somerset, Bristol and Somerset. Somerset. I'd like to go and do a night in mm. and around that area. You know, okay. there's the pig, there's the newt, there's... Babington. I mean, loads oh, yeah. of people yeah. so nice. Yes, the we, pig, Babington, the newt, sound then, way more wookie, up your street. Okay. <laughs> and then the Wookiee Hole Cave. Wookie hole. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the cathedral. Look, have you heard of the place? Wells Cathedral. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Is that really. like saying, have you heard of Westminster Abbey? It looks <laughs> stunning. Anyway. It is beautiful. Well, I'm I'm doing it. I'm okay. gonna do it. I can't think wait. It's like a lovely trip. Really nice this time of year, I think. Mm. Yes, yeah. it might be it might be a January thing. Oh, okay. Still, but even still, better. I'll pop by Bristol I after. I might leave then. So, I'll, I'll see the baby. I'll come join oh, the baby. <laughs> if you want to bring the baby to the caves or the cathedral, <laughs> Go down I think we'll meet you at the news. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone got anything to recommend? Anything you've been watching, Sherry? I went to cinema on Friday night, which was such a treat because mm. I feel like. Um, I went to the one in Stratford and it's got a huge screen because usually I go to a picture house and I'm a bit underwhelmed. Mm. I like Did you go to like a view? Exactly, mm. the view, exactly. So I saw The Woman King, which yes. I can't recommend enough. Ooh. I think it's the best film I've seen this year. Oh. And it's about, it's set during the 1800s, during the slave trade. And it's about this all-female, uh, like an army, essentially. And it's based on a true story. Um, so very timely in like Black History Month. And I had never heard of this. Um, oh, sorry, right. So it's yeah, so it's story. true, yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's incredible. So in they look. So this is in Africa, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, in Dahomey, which now would be in West Africa somewhere. This is, you know, hundreds of years ago. And they look after this kingdom and John Boyega plays the king. And it's about um, the new recruits. And Viola is the sergeant and she has to take in these new recruits and train them up to fight yeah, the war that is coming. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And Lashana Lynch is in it as well, isn't she? she? Yes, yeah, she is. And she plays like a second in command kind of role. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just an incredible story. And also based on true events, something yeah. that I had never even heard of. Like cinematically, it's so impressive and you really see them like training and it's like, wow, they are ripped yeah. in the, in the yeah. film as well. Cool. And just a really interesting story and emotional a little bit funny at parts i honestly on the edge of my seat my heart really? was pounding really? at one point i was like i was literally shaking oh, God. yeah it was so it was a very like visceral is it, is, it, is it like an action film yes very like, much okay. very much like an action Ooh. which I'm not really like a, a war type typey film person mm. but I loved it, vibes. it was really there's good. another film out at the moment about um, Richard III and the, 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 called something else something king the it's last about, king the, the lost, lost king. king sorry the, the lost, lost king. king the lost yeah. king which is about you know they dug him up in the car park mm-hmm. and um, I heard a podcast somebody else on a podcast laughing about the amount of people that are going to go to the wrong film <laughs> yeah. they vote, vote. what is this one the something king the woman king the woman king yeah. and the lost king don't get them confused very different I think there might be a clue in the title. Yeah, so. yeah it's true, it's true. But yes, it's true. The woman king is unlikely to be the rich. Yeah. <laughs> Do I really want to see this? Is going to be totally different. The Mrs. Davis. Oh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Yes. Yeah. 
great yeah, to see that. It looks really lovely. I feel like it's like the kind of like warm cuddle that we all need. Yeah, yeah. fluff. Yeah. Total yeah. fluff, I know. Anything else? Oh, just Strictly. But I guess that's, everyone's watching. Loved it this week. Thought it was really good. There's still too many people. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to get down to like eight and then mm. I can re- like I'm loving it but mm-hmm. it's just like I'm a lot really of devastated that Giovanni and Richie have yeah, me too. at least Giovanni me won too. last year so like last week I thought they were amazing yeah I just think it was really unfair and we were talking about earlier it's the co- poor costume choices yeah. those stupid, mm. stupid I know it just makes it a bit of a laugh yeah. it really yeah. does yeah. yeah why couldn't they have done a makeup version of that it was, yeah. really, it was almost shame. lazy and just silly sometimes I do really miss the old Strictly format yeah. like for instance when they do video diaries of them in training and stuff it used to purely be like them in training mm. like little funnies here and mm. there and now every video diary yeah. is like this orchestrated scripted montage yeah. that literally makes me cringe yeah, yeah like they all like, went to the mm, cinema this week we were like yeah. get it it's movie week yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's been a bit of a uh, mm. a bit of a poll going on <laughs> who does and doesn't find Will Mother sexy. I'm not in this. I ha- the, uh, yeah, I was gonna say this doesn't do it for me, but Hodge was all over it. And yeah, Hodge. Sherry. Okay, no, never, never. Let's forget the finger. Just, <laughs> it, it was this <laughs> bit no. in particular, and there was a bit where he just went. <laughs> yeah, okay, that did not do it. There was lots of gyrating. I know, but yeah. his hip rolls have like four distinct points to them. That Sorry. should not be a thing. He, he is. Ex- <laughs> he's very good as a dancer. Yeah. Sexually, not for no. me. No. I don't know. I just used to really fancy him back in the day when he was like on Hollyoaks, EastEnders. He's done the rounds, mm. and I just think he's like marriage material. Yeah, but, but, I to, but, I yeah. but I don't disagree. But the dancing puts me off slightly. Mm. Do you know? What I mean? Like I think, like I, probably if I hadn't seen him, <laughs> I know I what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Each to their own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's doing a good job. I think I'm more of a Tyler girl myself. I also feel like a few of them, Will included at the moment, are doing that thing where you can see them concentrating so hard. So agree. Yeah. So, so like counting. Just counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Like <laughs> obviously, if they're new to it, that's what they're going to do yeah. for a while. But I just, I look at them and I'm like, just let go, guys. Let yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just relax. They'll get there. Mm. They'll get there. But Harriet, anything to recommend? I watched The Luckiest Girl Alive. Oh, so did I. Oh. I said so did we. So like, did we're we. one person. <laughs> <laughs> you watched with your husband. Yeah. And I did too. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you and the baby. And I was like, that's very oh, sweet. That's really sweet. sweet. No, I haven't got to refer to us as a we yet. <laughs> Sometimes I say to Lewis, my baby. And he goes, um, it's oh. our baby. My baby. What did you think? Can you set, a, set the scene? What, what is it? Sure. So it is a new film starring Mila Kunis, which is based on a book that came out around 2015 and apparently know. was a big hit in the sort of YA market. It centers on a woman in her 30s, played by Mila Kunis, who is called Arnie. She works at a sort of glossy mag that um, but sort of harbors aspirations to work at the New York Times. However, she's sort of got what looks like the perfect life from the outside, very together, very career-driven, but there is trauma in her past um, that really sort of centers on this school shooting that she survived as a teenager that sort of threatens to unravel that when a documentary filmmaker tracks her down and tries to get her to sort of tell her side of the story. That was the Absolutely. best. Yeah. Summary. That was such a good summary. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> that's exactly that was really what good. it's about. Yeah. Without wanting to spoil anything, that sort of it. I mean, she has her version of events that she has largely sort of kept quiet for all of these years and let this alternative narrative kind of get out of control about really what her involvement is. And it's not a spoiler to say there's some question over her involvement mm-hmm. in the shooting. Yeah, was she was she part of the orchestration was or yeah. was she purely a victim? Um, and there is then a sort of sexual trauma that goes hand in hand with that, which again is not a spoiler, that's very much part of the premise, um, which sort of intersects all of those other events and helps the audience at least understand some of her motivation. The reviews have not been 
massively kind. Mm. They have said that although her performance is really strong, it sort of crowbars a lot of sort of girl boss feminism mm-hmm. into something that should be sort of really more serious and have more gravitas That's than fair. that. I could understand where they were coming from. However, they really praised the scenes of her sexual trauma, which it should be said, like some of these scenes are pretty brutal. Like mm. so graphic. Warning. Yeah, 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 really a real trigger oh, okay. warning if you, real if trigger you have warning. suffered anything like that. It's yeah. really mm. hard to watch. Yeah. However, as someone who has been so fortunate not to be in either of those situations... I think it gave me a strange sort of sense of empathy watching them in such graphic detail. Mm -hmm. That's not to say it was voyeuristic or anything like that. It was more just like an empathetic level. Yeah, it's quite important to see Mm. almost if you can can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really thought the girl who played the young version of her going through these events, especially the sexual trauma bit, I I totally believed everything she was going Mm. through. Her sort of like confusion and sort of in and outness of of the way they shot it completely sort of roots you in this Mm. idea that she has no idea what's just happened to her. Um, really clever mm. yeah so i actually enjoy enjoyed as a mm. strange word but i think i got more out of it than the reviews are implying yeah i agree with that mm. Lou, what do you think i i don't know i it it won't stick with me um not because as in it's not you know a really important mm. subject but mm. just like nothing about it was i would i i wouldn't say to someone oh you must go mm-hmm. and watch mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. i i agree with you i think it, it covered a lot of things but i felt like there was more to a lot of it and I've kind of I came away with like quite a few questions mm. you said mm. it was quite a little bit like Promising Young Woman I think it's a less mm. good Promising Young Woman mm. in that it's less yeah. sophisticated yeah and I also think it kind of it it sort of makes out like there's gonna and particularly in the trailer which we had seen and been quite excited about yeah. like a month or so ago it makes it seem like there's a kind of dark secret to be yeah. unfolded and that's mm. actually not really the case it's no. more just that she needs to kind of work out her trauma more publicly that's kind of yeah. what it is not like th- there's not really as much mystique around the whole no like I came away from it a bit like empty I just, I felt like I was really missing something that tied me to it okay interesting I like I, I totally knew what you mean I thought she was so good in it, and there were actual there were shades of her in Black Swan as well yeah. in it. like I thought she goes dark so well doesn't yeah. she? she does and I thought so for her performance alone it's worth watching because it with some in somebody else's hands it could have been fluff but yeah. because she's a really good actress, mm. it gave it a bit of weight. So mm. I think if you've got a couple of hours to kill, it's a good yeah. watch. I agree. But yeah. like I say, it's it's intense. So yeah, it was intense. It's not like I was settling down to like a Sunday night, like oh, this is the new oh, Netflix yeah, no. release, and I was like pretty harrowed. Yeah, after I know. It. So yeah. I um, so Ben was um, like snoozing kind of on the couch next to me, and I was we were watching I Love You Man, and then he fell fully asleep, and then came, literally woke back up like during this like very aggressive rape scene, and then mm. he was like, "What has happened to you? I Love You Man? I do not remember this scene." Different like, oh, <laughs> film. We've moved on. <laughs> One thing I will say is I don't know how these filmmakers and TV makers continue to get the perception of working at a women's magazine <laughs> yeah, still so, so wrong. I, I wish it did look like that. Whether it was yeah. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, yeah. Bold Type. Bold Type is probably the stupidest The worst, one. Yeah. yeah. And this, but this was not dissimilar. Oh, yeah. I have an editor that like thinks I'm the best and is going to move me on to yeah. the New York Times because she thinks I'm so amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and also, the, <laughs> but she, and also, sorry, we should say, but she was a sex writer. Yeah, yeah. she literally wrote about blowjobs. Yeah. But all the references are always about being the sex writer. Yeah. Like she puts a dildo in her bin when she's packing up her office. Yeah, it's like, so true. It's very reductive. Mm, yeah, it's reductive. Yeah. It's like that stuff is like meaningless. And it's but, basically saying that you have to go to the New York Times to do anything of worth. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Damn. And that those are the only type of stories that you're going to write if you're waiting for a women's yeah. magazine. And actually, yeah. and also, that all they all want to do is like move on and like do something more serious. And, and like, that you what's go, wrong with being the how-to girl? Yeah, and that you go to news conference and pitch one story and they're like oh my god that's amazing yeah they're like you are indispensable yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hit the nail on the head every time yeah anyway a genuine wardrobe 
excellent handbags in every single scene. Really, I thought they got really that good really well. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, watch it's it for good. the Celine handbags alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else to recommend me? I'm ashamed to say oh, I am no. now really into Emily in Paris. You should be. Ashamed. Yes! Ooh. Someone else in my camp, finally. Yes. Yeah, I, I, the first time around I watched Charlotte it. Charlotte literally hates Because I think it's so much better of the two of you. Like, I am ashamed of you both. You <laughs> yeah. watch it but I'm ashamed yes, of yes. myself. Oh, you like it too? Uh, yeah, I do oh, watch it. Yes, she yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't fir- lie, So I watched, I think, the first two, mm. like, way, way, way back when it first came out. And I was like, this is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how can this possibly be on TV? And I don't know why, for some reason, I was just like, really need something lighthearted. Well, you were recovering from yeah. pneumonia. Oh, yeah, that was it. I think illness <laughs> is key, though. I was yeah, ill when I, I just, watched it. You know, you just want comfort. And mm-hmm. like, What's my excuse? And it, uh, yeah. <laughs> you were, had a cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Heaven. It's I really, heaven. really oh, enjoyed sake. it. Mm. Yeah. I think you should give it another go. Not a chance. I've already got Georgie in one ear going on and on about how I need to watch and just like that. And like every day she's like, have you watched it yet? I'm yeah. not taking no, on the homework of Emily in Paris. Sorry, you well. have to explain this to me. Georgie hated and just no, like no, that. No, no, no. She went back and watched it and loved it. Oh, and the season two they're filming now. Oh, yeah. I'm still in that camp with you. Thank you. Yeah. There's a behind the scenes episode at the end apparently. which I've seen it. Which, It's 40 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, she Ooh. loved it and mm. I won't be watching either I'm afraid. Sorry, fair enough. Actually, yeah, I should say that. <laughs> I will watch Hand Just Like That, Georgie. I will, but I'm in Paris to the set too far. Yeah. Okay. But Can't for... wait for season three. Have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> it's 21st um, of December. I've marked my diary. Literally. Okay, I, can't I texted wait. my oh, sister. Oh, you'll be, on, you'll be with, with I, child. I, I, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be on my no, I've, I've got, I've got big plans. I've got <laughs> Emily in Paris. And I've then got the crown, and then I've got giving birth. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> oh, the holy trinity <laughs> of <fun>. yeah. <laughs> Christmas and exactly, exactly. And then Christmas <laughs> to do list. Give birth. <laughs> Watch the crown. I've got something we were talking about intensity, intense things before. Um, I'm watching The Bear on Disney Plus. <gasps> it's on my list, Ooh. and which is well, friends in America had recommended it to me um, maybe a month or so ago. It's one of the, it's a rare case of there being a, a lag between it coming out. Mm there and coming out here. It is about a mission starred chef who has worked at Noma and the French Laundry. I mean, I don't think many people in their 30s have um, a CV that reads quite like this, this fictional character. He is from Chicago, a kind of, you know, rough, slightly kind of deadbeat part of Chicago. And his brother commits suicide and leaves him in his will, his sandwich shop, which is a very rough, dirty, you know, meat and baguette sandwich, you know, lunch shop. I was describing it so badly. Um, So basically he comes back from the French Laundry to run the sandwich shop. He inherits the employees who have been there kind of, you know, scraping dirty scraps of meat off, you know, off utensils for 20 years. And they have absolutely no respect for him whatsoever because, you know, they think he just like, you know, fannies about with tweezers for food and, and, you know, have no respect for the kind of Michelin life. And it is about how he gets on um, in that world and how he gets accepted back into that world. Um, There's a kind of other layer of his brother was involved with some kind of mob bosses who he happens to be related to, but so there's a massive debt hanging over his shoulders. There's obviously a kind of emotional tie keeping him there. He's been offered several times to sell the place and he's like, no, 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 I'm staying, I'm doing this. It was his family business. I think the brother inherited it in the first place. So yet to uncover kind of, quite what the deep-rooted connection is but obviously he's thrown away this incredible career to um to come and do this instead it's a bit like boiling point the film with Mm -hmm. Stephen Graham in that it Mm -hmm. is incredibly fast pacey stressful anxiety inducing they're obviously trying to um kind of 
evoke that sense of being in a mad kitchen and um so it's not a kind of relaxing watch however it, it has been called a comedy i'm i would say it's kind of a gritty comedy like mm-hmm. it's, it's not like murdery and sad but it's yeah. also quite like like yeah. how many are you in how many i've watched four of eight Okay. Okay. So okay. and I'm really yeah I'm watching it with Ben and mm-hmm. we're both really really enjoying it. It's it's entertaining mm-hmm. um, and gritty and really incredibly shot. Great acting. It's it's really really good. I recommend it. You watched one but didn't yeah I watched the first one on Saturday night with my husband. He really liked it. It very much gave me that boiling point style. Um, I just found it a bit too intense and I was kind of yeah it's not a relaxing watch and I no. think you know it, it really shows that life in a kitchen is flipping stressful Mm, Um, I think episode one in particular is like that obviously to set the scene as well yeah there's just like a lot of noise and shouting and people and and you're not quite sure I know it didn't I wasn't like oh I'm I'm into this yeah Mm -hmm. I think maybe you like that this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay you'll know real when you get it it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because I was like, oh, this is sick. I love yeah. it. So maybe um, it's, it's personal, but... Yeah. Anyway, I really recommend it. It's on just only eight episodes, so okay. worth giving it a shot. Okay, let's answer some questions. Someone has said, congratulations to Lou. Any maternity jeans, Rex from the Queen of Jeans. It's a minefield. We've already talked about River Island. Yeah. Any others? Um, no, not that I've come across that I've liked. There's a lot of skinny jeans out there. So um, if anybody in the jean world is listening, I would recommend that you make some longer style loose baggy ones okay. because we're after them. Okay, good tip. Somebody says, that's not a tip. Good <laughs> request. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, somebody has said, stylish going out outfits for 35 post baby board, want to feel sexy but not show loads of skin. This will be you soon. Ooh. What are you... What do you think? I mean, I guess it's probably hard to predict now how your style might yeah, change. I don't but know. presumably your hope is that you'll just go back to normal. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Right, to not show a lot of skin post baby body. I mean, mm. you just want, you want something a bit loose, I would have thought. Yeah. Mm. I think accentuate the bit that you feel best about. So Definitely. If, you know, if you like yeah. your bum and your thighs, then wear some skinny leathers with a, you know, an oversized jumper or an oversized blouse. Yeah. Or if it's the other way around, then go for like a floaty skirt. Yeah. With a skinny I also think don't underestimate the power of seriously good accessories. Because like when you wear an amazing earring or pair of shoes whatever Mm -hmm. people always notice and Mm. people always say and if you're feeling like your body's maybe not quite where you want to be then I think you can draw attention to other areas of your body yeah 
I also think, speaking of that, do you guys remember um, Georgie went to that Armani dinner and she wore, it was on behind the scenes and she wore an Asino dress that is like blue and white and it's like a, it's like oh, a, yes. oh, like yes. a yeah. silk bag yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. And she wore that with incredible gold Zara yeah. jewelry. So find yourself a dress like that. Yeah. That's, you know, like completely forgiving. Yeah. And then, yeah, wear some fabulous yeah. jewelry. Mm-hmm. Someone said how to dress for a commute in the rain. We all did that this morning. Mm, I did I think about it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I did. I also Ooh. thought about this. I went for the double leather because I thought nothing can touch me if I'm in. Yeah. I'm in yeah, leather. For those listening, I'm in long leather boots and leather culottes. And I thought that was pretty rain safe. Mm. Mm. This isn't the fashion answer people are looking for, but I, I just I just wore my athleisure in. Oh, did then, you? Yeah. Oh, you kind of changed your outfit as well. Oh. Uh, no, I had this on under my coat, but everything else. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's one way to do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought like a split hem legging in the rain is like a yeah, nightmare, fair. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's hard. I think as long as you have like a really good umbrella, like my sister has a Nike one that she's had for about 20 years mm. and it's like heavy duty. We call it like the Obama umbrella. Oh yeah. Because it looks like you're about to walk out a president with mm-hmm. it. Really good umbrella. Yeah. And I think just a boot. A boot. And mm. I think jacket not so important because if you're commuting, you might be getting on the train anyway, which is really hot. Yeah. So yeah. hot. Especially yeah. on the tube. So... I think this is where a long trench really comes into its own because it's not too bulky and and like Mm. hot, but like pretty much like can cover your outfit. So if you're not going to get super, I mean, that's that's the whole point of what a trench coat is, isn't it? Yeah. It's a Macintosh. (laughs) Um, And you are also wearing your fabulous boots today. Yeah. Thank you. In your wiki, the comfiest, coziest boot around. Are they good for rain though? Uh, no, but I drove, so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for some. We've got a lot of fashion questions today. Um, somebody has said... Oh, you did a really big shopping trip this weekend. I did. I didn't buy anything. I tried on a lot of things. Just like, mm. why are all clothes so expensive? Mm. I didn't find anything I liked that was under, like, £500. So mm. annoying. So I bought nothing. And, it, and it's significantly grown. Like, it yeah, used like to be crazy. that, like... 500 is like insane amount for yeah, a coat so but like that was kind of your top mm-hmm. and now yeah obviously you can go to the high street and, and spend under that but if you want like but also I wasn't even looking at like you know I was in Selfridges so like mm. obviously I was looking at you know some expensive brands but I was looking around like you know the French brands whistles yeah. you know th- that that collection of brands that they've always had there mm. it's just like so hard to find anything even under 200 pounds like yeah. it, there's mm. there's nothing that you can just and I think it's you know it's good in like a the sense that you're not buying things like just to have them like yeah. you are having to consider every purchase but also you just like can't I just like, can't afford to build no. a whole new wardrobe no. not all the things I want anyway mm-hmm. so I found some things I've been very inspired by but not things I'm going to be buying what was the top mm-hmm. three things that you used okay on? so I have this pair of trousers which I just um like I said to you it was like it's like a boy like you know when you meet a boy <laughs> or a girl whatever your preference and you just like are obsessed with them and like they're all you think about yeah that's me and these trousers. Like, I, it's love. I'm I love in that. love. They are <laughs> Joseph. They are a really wide tailored trouser, but they are in like a cinnamon orange. Mm. They're stunning. And like, I know, you know, we were just talking about jeans for you. And I've said this so many times when broadcasting, but I always remember Trini coming on the show and somebody asking what makes a cap, you know, what's their things that everybody should have in their capsule wardrobe. And Trini said, if you look good in bright purple and you love bright purple, then your capsule wardrobe should be only bright purple yeah. and like that has to start with me these orange trousers I'm not saying that orange is my capsule capsule wardrobe like color of choice but like you know when you find something you're like I know I will wear those yeah. every yeah. day for the rest of my life and when you find something yeah. like that and then you go to then get dressed and, and everything you think about would be so much everything better everything would, would be so much better with <laughs> exactly. that exactly yeah exactly and but I think when you then obviously they're insane expensive so maybe yeah. it can't happen but when 
you like uh, it's such a considered purchase. Yes. Yeah. Then you do love it. Then mm-hmm. you do. I just, love but it. I just think they're a whole. They're twelve hundred pounds. They're trousers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They'll go on sale though. I know, but when? Mm, they would just look so good with everything. And also, side note, there was so much of that colour in the shop. It was so nice to go to the shops. Mm. Mm. So, mm. Nice. so nice. Yeah. For so long. And there is so much cinnamon around, mm. like specifically that shade. Mm-hmm. Um, it would all go very well with my lounge. Um, <laughs> but it's like that colour looks like with navy, with pale pink, with like, it just goes with so many colours. Yeah, colour. I love have... like that colour as well with like a chocolate brown. Oh my God, so me too. Kind of brown. Oh, hello. Check, check you out liking chocolate brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, and Joe's have had, they've got quite a few pieces in that shade and it's literally like, you could do a hot, you could do a, like a, a knit in that colour with the trousers. Mm. Oh, I want them so much. I want them so much. <laughs> um, so that was what I loved. And then there was a wardrobe NYC, like a, a kind of anoraki coach yeah. that was quite cinched at the waist and then kind of had big, it was like a kind of fashion take on it. Did you selfishes? Mm. Selfridges, yeah. yeah, that was amazing. That was also £1,200. If things could just be like a bit less than £1,200, yeah. that would right. be really nice. <laughs> it's so nice also going to a department store. I always say this, that I love going at the beginning of the season because you get to see everything. Yes. All under one roof. 100%. You don't get too tired, like schlepping around. You can think about your outfit, not yeah. to wear a coat. Also, so I went with my mum. A, we said that. We, we were supposed to go a few weeks ago, didn't do it. And actually, had we gone two weeks ago, the selection wouldn't have mm. been. It was like perfect beginning of a new season mm. uh, collections. Fresh. Yeah, so fresh. But also, we were there for 10.30 and we were at lunch by 12.15. I mean, in and out. Lovely. Saw everything. Tried it all on. Did your mum buy anything? Yes. <laughs> she got lucky. Yep. She bought, she bought um, the same jumper in three different colours because she's just clever like that. She found a jumper she liked. <laughs> so, two shades of green and a, what's the other one? Can't remember. From Whistles. She what I really like is some sort of like olive green. Yeah, no, so she bought an olive one yeah. and then oh, a more nice. like emeraldy one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Really, I'm not really into that colour. Yeah, yeah. a lot of green. Really good autumnal colours. Mm. Sherry, have you bought anything recently? I also went shopping on Saturday, but to Spitalfields, oh, yeah. which is so nice and quiet. Mm. They've got really good anthropology. Ooh, got really good there. stores around there, and then so yeah. good, like so many lovely, like little snacky, yes. lunchy places. Uh, and other stories. Mm. I saw a really nice bucket bag in there. It's kind of like a, a check design, but green, um, like a like a grass green nice. and beige. I thought, oh, that's a nice vibe. Um, I, again, I didn't actually buy any, mm. anything because I thought, let me think about it and then come back Yeah, review the situation. Okay. Um, but yeah, which is really nice to be, yeah, in a shop. Isn't it nice to go shopping? Yeah, I know. Yeah, really nice. I do feel under pressure in shops though. What I like about online shopping is actually the reverse of what everyone says it's going to be, which is like, oh, be careful online, it's impulse shopping, you'll just add it to basket and before you know you check out. And I think it's the opposite. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, Agreed. it's yeah. considered. With online, it's like so considered. It's browsing for days, yeah. weeks, mm. bookmarking, going back to it. Oh, it's now selling out in every size. Like, mm. uh, maybe that's going to make me pull the trigger. Whereas when I'm in a shop, I'm like, I've literally known you for 10 seconds. Mm. Like, <laughs> am I really going to drop two, like, 1,200 pounds on you? Yes. When yeah, I, I mean, it wouldn't be spending that online either. But yes, yes, it's so true. <laughs> you being you? the item included. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> It's so true. I need to like get acquainted, <laughs> flirt a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so right. I need time. I feel like though, when I go into a store now, I scan really quickly. Yeah. And I'm like mm. going through a rail and I'm looking for like a colour or a fabric that mm. I like. And I can literally walk in and out of the shop, I reckon, in like 15 seconds. Yeah. My husband be like, like, we've literally just walked in. I'm like, no, no, but I know there's nothing yeah. in here for me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I do that as well. Yeah. I do yeah. that. And then every single time we go shopping, my boyfriend pulls me into All Saints every day. Like, multiple times. We're like, oh no, well, we've been to this one. Can like we go for, to one on Regent Street? Or... No, 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 for himself. Right, right. And I'm like, can we get it's the same? Yeah. Yeah. So he wants exactly. to go to multiple All Saints in one shopping trip. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a store that you, like, you personally would, you could never walk past and not go in? 
Liberty? Is that a really obvious one? Yeah, no, I actually, that's a really good one. That is a good one. Yeah, you have to just like pop into Liberty. I just have to pop yeah. In. Especially at this time of year. I actually yeah. tend to do that with Selfridges as well. Yeah. Because I often walk through Selfridges if I'm coming from Boston. Yeah. To Selfridges, I tend to do like a quick check at the door to be like, is it rammed full of people? Yeah. yeah. Whereas Liberty, I don't even think. I'm just like in there. But Liberty can feel more stressy actually. Sometimes. It can sometimes. Yeah. But I don't think to check. <laughs> do you know what mine was? It was Topshop. That's oh, yes, yes, this is we can't true. have the talk to chat again. But. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did watch it this week though. It's good, isn't it? it is yeah, good. you watch it as well. Yeah, I watched it too. Public, public top Nostalgic. Shop, yeah, mm. really and nice. I used to work with Ashley, who's the talking head on it. Oh, oh. did you? Mm. Which one is she? Ashley Armstrong. So she was. When I was at the Telegraph, she was the retail editor at the Telegraph. Oh, yeah. The redhead. She went, the yeah. redhead. Oh, yes. And then yeah, she went yeah, to the right. Times. We, were t- we only worked together for about maybe three or four months. But okay. yes. Yeah. Oh, fun when you know people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what I was going to say. Special mm. fields. Um, so I went on Thursday night to the new branch of Bubbler, mm-hmm. which the original one is in Spitalfields and the newer one is in, well, it's not quite Soho. That's why I went there. It was on po- it's on Poland Street, but it's like the Harvey Street end of Poland Street. So you don't have to go too into deepest, darkest Soho. How weird, bumped into Heather there. Oh, we we like, oh, both made our way up in the office. I was like, oh, hello. Um, <laughs> I think when you both come from work that Yes. <laughs> and I had a poor Heather, I had driven. And she <laughs> anyway, it's, it's exactly the same. It looks like you're in the Spitalfield ones, but I just forgot what great food it is. If you mm. haven't been, it's like most, you'd love it. Mostly veggie. I've wanted to go there for ages. Yeah, it's, and ve- it's like Middle Eastern veggie. It's really, really good. Nice. There's, I think there are a few non-veggie things. Mm. It's really good. A few more questions. I just love having, I just love the podcast. It's so nice to sit and chat. Someone has said, lovely florist to order flowers from that don't cost the earth. If you're sending flowers, where do you send from, Harriet? That's a good question. I mean, don't cost the earth is quite hot. Flowers are quite expensive. Quite hard. Mm. It is expensive. I do tend to just go local as well because I'm Wandsworth. I tend to just go to Bramble and Willow. Which is lovely. Lovely. Yeah. We should say, service mm. the Sheila's office for years. Yeah. Gorgeous on Old York Road. Um, but Georgina wrote a piece for the site on it. Um, she did. Where she rounded up about 10 for all budgets. Mm. So actually there will be a couple of really good affordable ones yes. in there that also do next day delivery. My default is always m they, oh, you send via MS. Yeah, really? it's twenty five. They're, they're in the pews. Yeah, I'm they sure. are. It's twenty five pounds for twenty white long stem white white roses. Oh wow! And you can get next day delivery even on a Sunday. And top tip, Lou. Yeah, and really I just good. I think you know you can spend obviously like there's so many amazing mm. small florists mm-hmm. and it's really important to support them, mm. but they can get so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a toss up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, MS is a good default if you've kind of forgotten someone's birthday okay. or you want yeah, to do yeah, something yeah, quick yeah. <laughs> then yeah it's really good and, really and cool. also they last for ages oh wow yeah who knew hmm. sherry where did you send older flowers from oh gosh i think i've only sent flowers once that's probably not a good thing but <laughs> that's I'm... an indictment on you <laughs> yeah I need, I need to do it more so i will definitely yeah, really Georgina's piece. It, yeah that's my tip <laughs> um I, I i've had a fun few weeks um there is a i mean brand a company called dahlia beach who i had actually seen it they had a stand last year the Chelsea Flower Show was this time of year um because of COVID so uh, I guess they wouldn't normally be there because I think it's like daily season now-ish and anyway they had a stand there and I remember just being like completely mesmerized I've got all these photos on my phone of their incredible uh display there anyway they have been popping up at my at Queen's Park Farmer's Market over the last few weeks and oh my god daily is just so stunning so their their fields are on a farm called Millet's Farm um, which is in Oxfordshire, so it's only about an hour and a half's drive, mm-hmm. and you can basically buy tickets up until now, between now and the end of October, five pounds each to go and cut your own stems from their oh, huge oh, daily. Nice. I know, so, so, nice. I'm, so I booked tickets for next weekend. Um, however, that she did say that she's seen frost yesterday oh, morning, so I yeah. don't know if they'll last. But oh. um, anyway, something to bear in mind for next year that you can go. Yeah. And it's two pounds nice. a stem, and you can just go and cut your own. You can take your dogs. 
So that's so cute. Yeah, and they're such a lovely company. My God, they're just so stunning, the dahlias. So I bought them too. Yeah, it must be in season house. We actually went to our local florist on the weekend. And we got two bunches of dahlias for five pounds. What? I know. It was so weird. We got some... Dutch tulips for nine ninety five, and then yeah, two packs of dahlias mm-hmm. for five pounds. Oh, wow. Amazing! That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if something was kind of felt a bit wrong, but yeah. we ran home before they changed. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. leg it quickly. <laughs> Last question: Someone has asked top things to book for the festive season. We have written Ooh. some features on this. Sherry, time to come into your own. Goodness. What should people be booking between now and Christmas? Mm, so, so many things going on this year. I think there's been like a backlog of the last few COVID Christmases. So I would say go to the Royal Albert Hall. Well, go to the website because they have about... <laughs> Big <laughs> day out. turn up. Go on the website. Knocking on the door. <laughs> Hello. Um, there's like 30 things happening this Christmas. Um, lots of different carols. And there's like a Muppets thing for kids lots of family friendly shows um so that would be my number one choice and then also um love letters live is coming back what is that in november so it's how have you been i've been yes I can um, you describe. so i went on a corporate invite ages ago pre-pandemic and yeah letters live it's um i'm sure i was telling the story the other day it, it's basically an, an evening at the royal albert hall and it sounds so basic when you say it out loud of celebrities reading famous letters but ahead of time you don't know who the celebrities are or who the letters are okay cool so they literally announced them one by one and what they what they did i don't know if they still do but they would put up on a big screen the name of the letter so at the time um this was obviously quite a few years ago now but they put up a letter and it said from elizabeth bowes lion who is the queen mother to anyone who doesn't know um to her daughter princess elizabeth 1947 or something Please welcome Olivia Coleman. Oh, and of course, she was, oh, yeah, oh, she was playing the screen at the time. Yeah. But I think my favourite one was they put up on the board from the provost of Eton College to Stanley Johnson. And it was a letter talking about Boris's bad behaviour at school. <gasps> Brilliant. Yeah, he walks is. around the place like he owns it. He has absolutely no consideration ah. for consequences, etc., etc. Please welcome Rory Stewart. Oh, how funny. And Rory Stewart oh. read the letter. Yeah. And at the end of it, he said... Ladies and gentlemen, I hereby resign from the Tory party. <gasps> and he did. Oh, wow, oh, wow. sassy. I love yeah. it. And it was, oh, the yeah. whole place was full of journalists. Wow. Yeah. It was a corporate thing. I was there, part of the Telegraph thing. Can you yeah. do that then? You can no, do it. No, I do whatever you want. And he knew wow. the place was full of journalists. What a way to quit yeah. your job. I love it. Yeah. Drama. But yeah, yeah. A-listers, like Benedict Cumberbatch has done yeah. it, Jude oh, Law. So we had, you don't know who you're going to get. We had, um, there are two dates in late October. I think it's the 28th and the 29th. One of them's already sold out though. Yeah. Yeah. They're extremely okay. like yeah, if popular. You can get hot tickets. But also what I would say yeah. is I went on like a really cheap corporate, like we were up in the gods, didn't make a bit of difference okay. any ticket where is, is a it good ticket roll out the hall oh is that the roll yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i saw um that they're doing you know they do the live music for love actually like yes. the yeah, no you're gonna no but i didn't want to say this in the podcast because i need to book tickets before it goes oh go on <laughs> okay no you can say it well it's for the holiday that's a such a good one. That is such a good one. one. Remember, do you remember when I saw the Love Actually one and then someone proposed on stage afterwards? Yes, and oh. I was so, I, I went, I think, the so day before or the day after and yeah. I missed that and I was gutted. Yeah, it was oh. great. It was um, really nice. That was like yeah. one of the best things that I've ever seen. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think Holly would be so good. Yeah, we're going to do the Holly yeah. They're also doing that for the Nightmare Before Christmas at oh, Wembley. Cool. Oh, wow, at Wembley. Yeah, it's going to be a big production yeah. and Danny Elfman, who, if you're like a, 
um, The Nightmare Before Christmas super fan, like me and my <laughs> family. Um, he does the voice of the Pumpkin King and all of the music, and he's going to be there live, like singing and cool. acting wow. on stage. Oh, so, really cool. Yeah, really well, cool. Well, like great, it's not so stupid, but there are great things out there, aren't there? Like, <laughs> I love it's because we've been starved. For yeah. It's true, yeah. it's true. They've got some great Um, I have booked tickets for Christmas at Q, which I've never done before. And I'm I so excited. Oh, yeah, so good. yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's got that. It's really fun. That in the pipeline. I know. It's so pretty. Anything else? Anything else? Um, oh, there's going to be an ice rink at Battersea, I heard. I thought we should do a team trip. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Power station. Okay. Yes. Which opens this weekend. Yeah. Oh, right. Cool. Exciting. That is nearly all we have time for today. But before we go, something a little bit different. Eagle-eyed viewers will have noticed that we have been working in tandem a lot recently with a brand called The Diamond Store, who are a heritage family label who make the most beautiful classic diamond jewellery and also specialise in lab diamonds. It is such a brilliant business and to tell you a little bit more, I sat down with CEO Jeremy to understand quite what makes the business so special. Take a listen. Jeremy, welcome. It's lovely to have you here. I'm really pleased to put a face to a name because we're doing so much amazing content with the Diamond Store that it's lovely to finally meet you. Lovely to meet you too as well. Lovely to come down to Sherlock Studios. Yeah. It's always a pleasure to cross the river. We're going to get on in a bit to what you actually do because it's so amazing but we just have to talk about the email that we put out this weekend because I hadn't seen it um it's part of Lux and Co which is our uh, new creative agency and oh my god it looks so amazing it looks amazing very very happy at that I was just really proud when I received that email in my inbox me too I was like oh great I work here excellent um okay so lab diamonds are your thing it's your MO tell us about them what exactly are they Well, lab-grown diamonds first appeared on our radar around 2018. They were picking up a lot of press, and I just got really interested. And one day I decided to make a trip to um, one of the biggest jewellery exhibitions in in the world, which is in Las Vegas. And I decided to make it my priority to go and learn all about lab-grown diamonds. And I met a few vendors who were selling it, and I was trying to ask some questions. You know, what's the catch? I don't understand they are identical to diamonds. They look exactly like diamonds. A jeweler can't even tell them apart. They need to go to a, a laboratory and use um, some forensic equipment to be able to determine which one's natural and which one's uh, lab grown. So where's the catch? And I, I, I drove them mad for about a day. And in the end, I just came to the conclusion that everyone should be selling lab grown diamonds. The point is there is no difference, right? Like chemically, they're the same. Chemically, they're identical. They've got every property that a natural diamond has. And again, even a real experienced jeweler cannot tell the difference, even with his magnified loop. They are a diamond, so it's like comparing two pieces of diamond. To me, the comparison is an IVF baby. Like, it's still a human. It's just a human at the end of it, but you grow it in a test tube. But it's the same, right? Exactly, Yeah. yeah. If you think about ice cubes, you know, do you have to go to the glacier to cut an ice cube? Mm. No, just go to the freezer. Yeah, It's the same sort of thing. The process of manufacturing a lab-grown diamond imitates exactly what happens in, in, in the real world. Mm-hmm. So there is intense heat and pressure over time that produces a natural diamond. Mm-hmm. And now the scientists are recreating this process in a laboratory. It's like a plasma of heat and intense force. And they put it together. They'll introduce some carbon and at the bottom of this equipment they'll put a natural diamond or even a laboratory grown diamond a slither right at the bottom and they introduce carbon 
and it just rains down with the with the heat and with the stress of the pressure and it rains down and attaches it to a sliver of diamond and grows up so over time you open up the equipment and you say hey what have we got here and it's it's not a it's not a science it's a fusion of science and art that's wild so i yeah. guess in that way the fact that you can't kind of you know manufacture it to be exactly what you want also makes it even more like the natural process because that's i mean you can't you can't choose what a diamond yes although like. over time they've got better and better and the the quality that they're producing is really something that you would only get in the best mines and mm. very very rare in, in natural life to find so as a jeweler you still take those and that you have to treat them and kind of design them in the way that you would with any natural grain S- certainly so once you've got this this lump of carbon, which is a diamond, it's a beautiful diamond once you take off the dirt around it, you still have to measure it, work out the best proportions to cut it and to polish it. There's still a lot of uh, intensive labor that goes into producing the final result. Okay, we'll get to your final results in a minute. But going back to kind of the the provenance of a diamond, the certification, I mean, they are fully certified, aren't they? Can you explain that a little bit? The biggest change happened in, uh, in 2018 when the US government decided to recognize a lab-grown diamond as a diamond. It's not a simulant, it's an actual diamond. Mm. But that kind of credibility just spurred on a whole huge market. So once that happened, the IGI and the GIA, which are the two main laboratories that certify diamonds, were now allowed to call a lab-grown diamond a diamond, and they can also grade a diamond a lab grown diamond in the same way as a natural diamond let's talk about pricing because that's kind of that's the clincher isn't it apart from the fact that obviously it's so much better for the environment we all know the the problems with mining for diamonds in kind of communal sense and also an environmental sense but pricing that's the selling point really isn't it well everyone wants to be sustainable and do their part for the environment we want to look after our world but people don't want to pay a premium to do so so this is perfect because a lab grown diamond is not only good for the environment but it's also much cheaper representing better value than an actual diamond so for your budget you can get a larger diamond or you can save money on your purchase Mm. and get the identical result do they last just as well as diamonds are they as indestructible they are as indestructible they are identical (laughs) that you could give one answer to to all the questions because it's the same thing let's talk about what you do at the diamond store can you give us an elevator pitch for the brand Well, the Diamond Store brings the largest collection of diamond and gemstone jewellery to the UK. We provide the best value jewellery for your special occasion and at a better quality than you would find on the high street. Are all the diamonds lab-grown? No, we sell mine diamond and lab-grown diamonds and we don't actually push people to one or the other. We just inform them and allow them to make their own choice. Okay, makes sense. Where did the brand come from? So the brand was originally a manufacturing family-owned business established in 1956. It was actually started by my father and he has a wealth of experience in, in jewellery and sourcing jewellery. He taught that to me and then in 2007 I met Gary Ingram and together we co-founded the Diamond Store which was to take a direct-to-market route for, for our manufacturing side of the jewellery business. Who's your customer? Our customer is anyone that wants to mark a special occasion with the perfect gift. Through COVID, more people are migrating to buying things online. And so 
it's not only to the digital natives. Now everyone is coming to the diamond store to mark their special occasions. And that must be a crazy change for you guys. I mean, buying things of that high value online, I mean, is a great evolution. Me and my co-founder, Gary, we started the diamond store about 15 years ago. It started with putting up an image of a pair of diamond earrings. And when someone actually bought them for 500 pounds, we spent two days figuring out how they're trying to con us of our money. <laughs> what is your bestseller? Engagement rings. People buy engagement rings online. They do, yeah. That's the biggest market really, really? for us, yeah. That's and that's probably a person's first purchase of diamond jewelry. It yeah. starts with engagement ring and, and then wedding ring. Yeah. There may be some earrings, stud earrings that go with nearly every outfit. Full matching uh, set. Then you continue. Necklace, tiara, yeah, yeah, you need yeah, a yeah. lot. What about colored diamonds? You've got some really beautiful colored pieces. Can one lab grow colored diamonds? Colored diamonds are colored because another chemical has entered the process during growing. And we've got some beautiful pinks and vivid blues and stunning yellow diamonds. They look incredible in our new Elara collection. Yes, thank you. Beautiful segue. We talked at the top of this conversation about the email that we sent out. Lucy Watson is now the face of the collection. How did that collaboration with Lucy come about? We're looking for the perfect person to launch it and Luxenco mm -hmm. found Lucy Watson for us and we just love that she stands for everything to do with sustainability and we had a lovely shoot together with her. She looks amazing in our collection. She does look amazing and there's some gorgeous BTS content of that shoot. What's next for the brand? What's coming up? So coloured diamonds are really exciting because before they were just out of reach for the normal person, you know, just rock stars or royalty. So we're bringing them within reach with the normal person and so eventually we will be bringing out more gifting type of jewellery in the Lara collection. Jeremy thank you so much keep your eyes peeled everybody for lots more exciting content to come with the diamond store and do check it out uh, Jeremy go and give us a plug what is the website? The website is www.thediamondstore.co.uk slash Alara. There you go get it in um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Jeremy. I loved hearing more about the diamond store and God, how clever our lab grown diamonds, just genius. Uh, all right, I think that is it for today. I should say, very excitingly, the podcast also now sits on our YouTube channel. You can watch the entire thing. So if you'd like to consume the podcast that way, then do check it out. It's live every Friday at the same time that the podcast hits your podcast app. Until next week, don't forget you can email any feedback to podcast at sherlux.com. Keep an eye out for the question box every weekend on our social channels. And please also do rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.